When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts, Deshaun Dutra. Joel Pavone, let me introduce you to... What's up? I'm Sean Dutra. What up? For all you new listeners out there, because we've gotten a bit of a boost here. You know, we've got some new listeners now since our last episode. So okay, we have so to, if uh, you don't know me, my name is Sean Dutra. We, I pre- like to, we appreciate uh, you all. So we want you. I, like I want Boston you to tell. Celtics. Yeah, I like talk long about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go, <laughs> Joe. What about you? Okay, give him a little bio. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all the zodiac. Oh, you couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. And where are we going with this? I love right the now. Celtics. So. That's why we do what we do, and that's why I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call the Causeway Street Podcast. You guys are such homers. Yeah, I that's love, your bio, huh? Both of you. I love. I, I mean, I love I, the Celtics. I love a lot of things. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what they are, <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> why are we reintroducing ourselves? People have been listening to us. No, I mean, Go so, back and listen. I mean, we got some new listeners. We got some new listeners. Why not? Okay, what's up, new listeners? How you doing? It's good. It's good. It's good I'm that, glad, it's good I'm that glad we, we reintroduce ourselves. I'm glad the Cosby Street podcast is taken off because we're the best cows, we're the best Celtics podcast in the land. And if it, you new listeners, you will quickly realize that within the first five minutes of this episode. No, now the pressure's on. They're no. probably going to stop listening after those first five minutes. No, now. let's go. Let's, let's get into it. Let's tell them why we're the best. We'll have our, uh, our writer, Zach Pelican, is going to join us shortly. And then right before we get out of here, we'll talk some Celtics uh, rumors, rumor talk. So, of course, that's what you can expect. Nothing but rumors and trade talks and what Danny is yeah, going to do with I'm his number three pick. I'm ready for something to happen, dude. I'm ready for it to just happen so we know what's going on. That's the worst part about it. No, I'm with you, man. The anticipation is, oh, is killing everyone. It's killing I think. me, man. But first things first, fellas, talk to our boy Zach Peliquin, who's joining us right now. Uh, he's a writer for Cosby Street Blog. He's also the uh, co-host of the uh, On the Wagon off, off the, wagon. the Wagon. I always mix that on up. On the Wagon, out the Wagon, out the Wagon. He's also the, the co-host wagon, of the Off the Wagon, off the wagon, wagon podcast. <laughs> They're always Off the Wagon over there when they record their uh, their podcast. Uh, he's becoming a regular here on the Causeway Street Podcast, and we love having him because we love talking basketball with him. What's going on, Zach? How are we doing? Thanks for checking doing in. Doing well. Doing well, gentlemen. The NBA draft is one week away. One week away. And the Celtics haven't traded that pick yet. Alarming to anybody? Zach, no. is it alarming to no, you? No, I think no. anything, that, everything that's going to happen is going to happen on that night. It's going to happen finals. draft night. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Got to build it up. Got to build it up, man. Eh, I don't know, man. I, I've heard the same rumors for how, what, since the well, trade deadline. At this point, every team is weighing out their options and seeing, you know, which, which team offers the best right. deal or which, uh, which, guys will, which teams will willing to uh, step up and, and, and give up the, the ideal package that, you know, they're willing to receive you know so I, I think it's going to come down to the to the last few days leading up to um leading into the draft zach what do you think about uh the, the celtics chances of, of dealing this uh this pick and which which one of these rumors do you think is, is going to uh come into fruition i hope yeah, the which one of the million good. rumors yeah. do you want to pick from? <laughs> i'll take boogie cousins if we have a, a choice in it but Dude, I love um that, man. 
<laughs> so I, 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 I take it. I take it. You voted in our thank you Brooklyn bracket, correct? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? I don't know about that silence. Though. Did you vote? Did you vote in our thank you Brooklyn uh, bracket in for the Causeway Street? In the Causeway Street Summer Madness. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, what's your favorite I, scenario? What would you What would you like to see? He definitely didn't vote. No, what would you like to see no. the Celtics do? I. I honestly think if Danny Ainge wants to make an asserted effort to get this team on the right track within the next two to three years, I think it has to be a deal. And I think the deal has to be an aggressive one, and he has to go after a player that he feels can complement or even take uh, a step above what you have in Isaiah Thomas. Anything short of that, I think, is, is a waste. Um, yeah, you extended, and I, and I don't think we talked about this last time we were on because it, was, it probably happened in between the last two times I've talked with you guys, is that you saw Danny Ainge get the extension. You saw Brad Stevens get the extension. This is a long-haul uh, build for, for Boston, but in the same breath, how much longer can Brad Stevens hold on to a team that is the same group of players, the same team with the same deficiencies year after year, and not improve on that roster? The talent has to get better. Sure, you could pick someone at three that's going to be able to help your team and be able to uh, you know, give you some, some different looks than what you've had, i.e., uh, Buddy Hiles, his ability to shoot from the outside. Jamal Murray, who I'm starting to warm up to, so you're welcome, Dutra. You... Yeah. <laughs> um, or, <laughs> uh, who are both very good, talented players from the from the perimeter and could give you plenty. But these guys aren't solidified, known quantities yet. These are players that you could draft, and they could be bust just as easily as they could be uh, NBA All-Stars. So when you go into this thing, you have to say, Jimmy Butler's probably, you know, public enemy number one. He's the guy that you want to go after. And now you're hearing that a team like Minnesota, who has a plethora of good, young, talented players, has draft picks that are in the top ten probably for at least this year, if not next year as well, they're trying to make a move on a guy like Butler. So that's got to be a little concerning if you're Danny Ainge, that now you're letting other teams get into this race for guys that you really want. Ultimately, I think the best move for Boston, because I think Butler's price is going to go through the roof now that you've heard this stuff with, with Minnesota, go get Jalil Okafor. I personally think Jalil Okafor, if he was in the draft this year, would be the unquestioned number one overall pick. Go trade your number three. Give them whatever they're looking for, whether it's Avery Bradley and, and maybe the 16th overall pick oh. as well. Make that deal. Go get yourself Jalil Okafor. And if you want to have this slow build, now you have a center, now you have a point guard. Those are two of the biggest positions you need to have even in my opinion, still, even in this current day NBA, if you want to be able to be a, a finals contender, it'll be a slow build. Yeah, Okafor is going to take another two or three more years to really get going, really be able to get to that next level. But you give him a coach like Brad Stevens and a support structure like Boston has right now, that kid could be one of the top two or three centers in the NBA. I think that's a deal for him. Okay. Well, it's funny you say that because in the round two of the Celtics Summer Madness, we actually have Jimmy Butler up against Jaleel Okafor of what Danny Ann should do with the three picks. So everyone better get out there and vote because that is literally what our second-round matchup is. So oh, this is literally going to determine what Danny Ainge does. Yes. So yes. if you guys, yes. if you guys really want to he's see it on that sort of got to get it done before the trade. Yeah, before the funny immediate draft. So. got one, one more week. Also, Danny one, Ainge is actually looking at this voting process and making sure that you know we <laughs> sweat and bullets. Fulfill, yeah, make sure he fulfills this uh, this bracket. Yeah, so, so one thing I, I did think that was interesting that you said, uh, Zach, is that you're willing – I mean, I, I'm obviously willing to, to deal anyone off the roster, maybe minus Isaiah Thomas. If you really sold yep. me and it was just a three-pick and Isaiah Thomas for Jimmy Butler, I'd probably still do it. For Jaleel Okafor, you mentioned you'd be willing to give up the number three pick and Avery Bradley and a 16 pick. That's a lot to give up for a guy who was just the number three pick last year. I mean, I, I, I know 
I, I, I personally would draw the line at draft picks for, for Jaleel Okafor. But what makes you see? What do you see in Jaleel Okafor that makes you say we got to give up everything, you know, or multiple assets to gain him as opposed to someone that's actually made an all-star team before? Um, I think it's about eight to six or eight inches of height that he has that, that okay. ultimately <laughs> attracts me to him. Um, no, I just, you see a guy go out there in year one, he's giving you 17 points a night, giving you eight boards, and he's such a, a raw product. Yeah, he has some great moves down low, but this is a guy that I think you bring him into Boston, he's going to thrive. Um, he's got a little bit of a mid-range game. He doesn't, you know, he can put the ball on the floor, get to the rim. Those guys don't come along nearly as often as, as an Avery Bradley. You may have another Avery Bradley in Marcus Smart. You may have another Avery Bradley in Terry Rozier. You might be able to get another Avery Bradley at 23 in, in this draft. You know, that's a player that you can get. Yes, he's a premier perimeter defender in the NBA. I get that. First team all defense, fantastic. But at the end of the day, you're not getting a Jaleel Okafor at number three. You know, and you're probably not going to get a Jaleel Okafor for the next two or three years. So when these Nets picks finally expire, you take all these picks and, and they end up being, you know, uh, luck of the Irish picks where you have guys that are basically Marcus Smarts, you know, three more of those. I mean, mm. you, haven't got, you haven't gone anywhere. For me, I think Okafor, regardless of where he was picked last year, he's the number one talent in this draft if he stayed one more year at Duke. Probably has another national title if he stays at Duke for another year. I mean, you're looking at a guy who's, in my mind, when it comes to being able to make a deal for young players who are draft-age players, I think he is the top talent out there. Yeah, I prefer Butler because I think he's more of a finite product. You know what he's going to give you. But I, like I said, I think the price is even higher than what I just said for Okafor really? in order to be able to go get him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think the Butler deal is going to be – you you're going to see something crazy happen. Don't you think, they, don't, what, you think that, don't you think that Philadelphia is sort of in a position where they got to move somebody? I mean, they, they've drafted yeah. Joel Embiid. They they have a lot of they they have Dario Saric they have Nor Nerlens Noel Jaleel Okafor they got to move on from one of these guys. There's only three. There's only two positions that these guys can play. And I mean I know that they're not they're not the '86 Celtics with having an all an all favored center coming off the bench. Like, but you you got to move on from somebody. I feel like the the Celtics if they wanted Okafor or if they wanted Noel. They sort of have 76ers in over the barrel, and they can offer, you know, something. I, the Lakers are out on Okafor, I heard today. But if they wanted Okafor, I think that you could probably get him for the 3-16 and 16 pick and, and to be done with it and keep your roster intact, I, I hope. If it wasn't, if, I wouldn't do it. If that was the price tag, if that is the price tag, then I am all for it. I would trade out of this draft altogether. I would give them all eight picks and say, here you go. You know, <laughs> Just do your take rebuild. our draft. I read, yeah, I, I don't – Nothing after uh, 15 really interests me all that much. Yeah, there's some talents a little bit further down the board uh, that are a little intriguing. Guys like Thon Maker, I think is how you pronounce his name. Yeah. I think he's a nice little talent. He could be a guy that ultimately ends up being something. Um, we know how good Danny is with those second rounders. He seems to always find a good impact sub or, or a guy who can play um, deep in the bench or whatever it may be. And, you know, yeah, you like to have those picks and try some things out and give yourself some options, but you got a little bit more of a finite product with a guy like like Okafor, and I think seeing him in year one, if he's healthy and if he's on a productive team last year and is surrounded by a better infrastructure than he had there, he is the same exact thing that you would have had in Carl Anthony Towns. I think he was just as good for the most part last wow. year. So, you know, I, I feel very strongly that he's a guy that this team should be trying to go and get, and I think if you put him with a guy like Isaiah Thomas, that pick and roll at the top of the, 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 uh, top of the key, 
oh my god, that's the offense that I live off of. I love that idea, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, obviously, it all depends on what the price is, but I would, I would love to see Okafor in this uh, in the Celtics system. Definitely. All right, Zach. Yeah. Always appreciate it, man. Always love talking uh, basketball with you, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Yeah, absolutely, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, having me on. All right. Thanks, Zach. Later. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's switch gears a bit. All right. So we got this new report that just came out today. Uh, ESPN's Chris Forsberg is reporting that it's going to take Avery Bradley, James Young, and many picks to acquire Jimmy Butler. Woo! How good does that sound? Throw all the picks. Well, how many all picks? All of the picks. Well, all at this point, picks. it doesn't matter because I think if you can pull this trade off without giving away next year's first round pick, I think you're in pretty good shape. So let's let's realistically look at this, right? You give up. <laughs> First off, <laughs> it's weird to me. Why does anyone want James Young? I, I, that that part about it is like James Young is mentioned I think, in the report. I think, I think contractually, it just that works, works, right? Yeah. Okay, whatever. You would think that they would ask for Jarepko <laughs> instead, though. I, no, I hear you. No, you would think you would ask for like I don't know, like any of Rozier. Sounds uh, <laughs> like anybody else on Mickey, the roster. Anybody they want, James Young will get it done. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, you hear that, I say, done, deal. Don't even care. Whatever else you want. He's Just a diamond ahead. in the rough. Yeah. So, so Avery Bradley, James Young, and then let's say it's probably going to take three first-round picks, and if that's, the, if that's what you're giving up off your roster. So you're probably going to be giving up two of the first-round picks this year. Let's be realistic and say three and 16, right? Yes. Yep. And then you're probably going to have to throw in one of the picks in the future draft. 2018, throw, maybe? You can't throw the 17 You can't, do, you can't do back-to-back, right. So 18 Celtics, 18 Brooklyn, or 19 Memphis. One of those picks is going to be in there. Right, and I and don't mind that, that. That's a done deal 100 times over 100 because you're giving up Avery Bradley, James Young, <laughs> and then draft picks. I mean, we have so many draft picks, it doesn't matter. If you want to get a draft pick, Danny Ainge can go out right. and get a first-round draft pick anytime he wants. You know, because yeah, my biggest concern was the holdup on this trade and why it hasn't been done yet was because I thought I'm under the impression that Chicago must be asking for Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder, which I would, which I think we talked about um, off, off air. air, off air, yeah. But I, I let let's put it let's put it on the round table. Hearing that deal and hearing how unrealistic that deal sounds. Yeah, I don't. Uh, right, I'm not buying <laughs> I mean, it. I, I don't think it gets it done. Sounds too easy. Right? Yeah, Yo, I, I mean, I don't think Chicago is going to jump and, and say yes. Let's do that. If that's the price for an all star, then I think when, I think when we everyone could says get yeah, any all star in the league. Go ahead. Yes, yes. So well, realistically, let's be realistic and not go on Chris Forsberg's whatever, uh, whatever, whatever Report. source. Who knows. What is it going to take to get Jimmy Butler into a Celtics uniform? And if you're Danny Ainge, what are you giving up to get Jimmy Butler? Well, we talked about it off air, so I'm going to uh, repeat it because I think this is going to be the Celtics' godfather offer, and that is the number three pick, the number 16 pick in this year's draft, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, and... That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, that's it, right? Contracts match when you do Avery Bradley and Jake Crowder. Right. No, so you, no Jarebko? No Jarebko. You keep Amir you Johnson. You can save Jarebko, guys. No young, it's huge. No James Young. Can we just like... <laughs> James Young. Just you can throw, sign throw him in there, just, All right, that's my godfather offer. Guys, what do you think? Would you do that? Would you do that trade? If you're Danny Ainge and, and Chicago says, this is what we want, you say yes, Jimmy Butler is yours. Would you make that deal? Would I make that deal? That's a tough one. You put, me, you put my back against the wall... 
I'm doing it. If if the Bulls are the if the Bulls are slamming their fist on the table, I'm pulling the trigger. Saying I need Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder and your two f- top first round picks this year. Yeah, I do it. I do it because you know what? If 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 you're giving up your two thousand, if you're so, let's think of it from Danny Ainge's point of mind, right? Right. He didn't want to give up Jay Crowder at the trade deadline for whatever star was there because at the time Jay Crowder was playing the best basketball he's ever played in his life. I love Jay Crowder as a basketball player. I don't think you're going to lose a lot from uh, from the drop-off. Uh, not a drop Okay, it's a weird thing. For the combination of Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder, you should be able to combine them into one player, and you would actually come out with Jimmy Butler. So I'm okay with it because then that allows you to, to, to put more talent in your backcourt and then work on filling the holes in your front court, which they have plenty of cap space to do. So truthfully, if you got to give up Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley and the two first-round picks, I mean, as much as that hurts, it would be nicer if, it was, if I was Danny Ainge. I would say, fine, take Bradley, take Crowder, but you get three and 23, and we keep 16. You know, because to that, go out and get a win that middle of, that or, middle of the draft there, that middle middle you know ten through twenty picks. There's a lot of guys in there that have some interesting potential. It's not a deep draft, but you're gonna have guys in there that fall. Like Henry Ellison is falling towards that spot right now in a lot of mock drafts. You're looking at Demont, uh, uh, Arvidas Sabonis, Sabonis. kid, yeah. <laughs> falling in the in the top, in that part of the draft. You're looking at Shake Diallo. You're looking at Thon Maker. You're looking at uh, Damian Jones. There's a lot of guys in that area that are are are, are very boom or busty type guys. Right. They're not busty. They're they're boom or bust. Type yeah. No. Guys. No. I I got you on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I picked but, up on it. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Well, those are guys. Those guys obviously they're coming into the draft. They're unproven. How about proven guys? So can can combining Isaiah Thomas and Jimmy Butler yes. give you a chance to well, to grab free agents like Al Horford? To grab free agent like uh, Batum. Nick Batum. Batum, right now, so then you can plug in your you can plug in a, a four and you can yep. plug in the wing with Batum. Mm-hmm. Is that a possibility if you have those two guys paired together in the backcourt? Yes and no. Well, in the Eastern <laughs> Conference, Joel. I mean, let's 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 rewind for a second. Getting <laughs> getting rid of of Bradley <laughs> and Crowder, like I I I'm on the ship of like either one or the other, because. It's not. I think it's easier to replace Bradley, obviously, because you know Butler's coming in. But it's not that easy to replace a wing player that they're just not falling off of trees right now. But I think Jay Jay Crowder is other than Batoon. Who else is, would you look at? Can may you put Drebko there? May I say something about Jay Crowder? Can you put Drebko there? Real quick? I don't know. Dutra doesn't feel. It's not feeling that. Let, let me just. Let me just. Nah, don't keep. Drebko <laughs> should be any conversation. I mean, so he's not a starter. I he's a it. contract. That's what Jay, Jonas Drebko is. But let me let me say one thing. Jonas, Jonas Jay Crowder is more valuable to a potential championship contender team as a starting player than the Celtics right now. Let's be honest. If you're the Celtics and you have this guy that is what every big team wants because they got their star, they got their center, they got their point guard. They want someone who's able to defend the opposing player, the opposing team's best player. Well, that would have to be Jimmy Butler. Well, all I'm saying, I'm, 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 talking about, I'm talking about Jay Crowder's, you know, 
um, value value across the league. Jay Crowder is much more valuable across the league for a bunch of other teams than he actually is on the Celtics. Like I love Jay Crowder on the Celtics because he gives us that element of being able to defend the best player. Yeah, that's why. That's why I think Jay Crowder would be the better option, in my opinion. No, to, to trade rather than Avery Bradley. But if I get to give both of them up, don't don't forget. I think, I think don't forget is a better two way player than, than than Crowder is. Don't forget, there is no way that Avery Bradley will resign to a team friendly deal in two years. Neither will Crowder. Jay Crowder's signed for four years. Avery Bradley has two years left on his contract after this year, right? Mm-hmm. So. Avery Bradley's making $8 million per year right now, and he just made an all-NBA team. Mm -hmm. So if Avery Bradley needs to go as a trade chip, this is the time to move him. I'm saying, but my my whole thing is both. Unless you keep keep Avery Bradley and move him in a separate deal. But if if the Bulls say we want Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley, (laughs) as hard as that would hurt my Celtic soul, You'd have to just do it because you want that player that's going to change your franchise, man. You do. Everybody does. Like, Think about it. If you have Jimmy Butler and, and Jay Crowder on the same team, guess what happens at game 35? You realize Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder do the exact same fucking thing. You can't have them both on the same team. No, I didn't say that. I said I would rather trade Jay Crowder. But Avery Bradley and Jake and and Jimmy Butler they do similar things man like but Avery you got you got you got you got the scoring and you got the defense. You don't want to give up Avery Bradley because he was a great defender. You don't want to give up Jay Crowder no, cuz he was a, a great cause he's defender. He's a great two-way player. Now for Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley I'm getting there. Okay. Avery Bradley's a better offensive player cuz he's a, he's about a, he could he has the potential to be a 20-point scorer. Right, Jay Crowder has a potential to be about a, uh, a ten to fifteen point scored. I, I, let's be honest, Jay Crowder's never going to turn to Jimmy Butler. I agree with I that. Mean, I agree with that. Jimmy Butler just has a more polished offensive game. Offensively, so he's a bit limited to compared, up, compared if, to Jimmy Butler. He's he's a bit limited offensively. Let me off but the it, ball scoring. Take you know, the names out of it. But his things. ceiling, his ceiling. Take the names out of it. But if his you ceiling, have his to, ceiling, I think I think we we mentioned this last episode. His ceiling could be Jay Butler. Listen, no. Uh, Jimmy Butler, wow. Take the name. <laughs> both yeah, who are you, me? <laughs> Messing up the names. But if you have to take the names out of it, right? And you and I go to you and I go to you and I say, your all-star is going to stay on the team, okay? You're going to have to give up your second and third scoring option for a guy who averages 23 points a game. More than your best score. Yeah, a guy who averages 23 points a game, six assists a game, and plays really, really good defense. Would you do it? The answer should always be yes. It should always be yes, Joel. Because we fall in love with Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley because they were the heart of our team, which I'm having a hard time with as well, right? Well, but if you get an, a perennial all-star... I just think, I just think Bradley's under-appreciated under slash undervalued. No, he definitely is. But, I mean, if he goes... If he goes you watch, though. If he goes to Chicago and they're in a rebuilding effort and... It they trade Derrick Rose somewhere else, and it's Avery Bradley and the Jay Crowder show over there. I mean, that's not going to be that pretty, man. All right, let's say hypothetically they make the move, they trade like the, the scenario we're talking about right now. The exact same scenario happens on draft night. They make the deal. Jimmy Butler is a Celtic. What's the next move? And not only 
Let, all right, let's say you need that second superstar. Right, right. Let's say they don't get it's that. called free agency. That's where I'm going with it. Let's say they don't get that that oh, next superstar or via trade. Anyway. Well, Danny, well, can you say that it was a failure? Can you say that Danny Age didn't do enough? No. Can you say that they're they're better off without Jimmy Butler, or would you say that they're still in good shape with Jimmy Butler? No, because this this is why I would you know what? Why because right, why because they got like six or seven more picks? No, because this <laughs> this is what I would this is what I would frame it as. This is what I would frame it as, right? If you're if you're looking at the way that Danny Ainge has constructed this team, he traded Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce as aging superstars for three first round draft picks. He traded Rajon Rondo for realistically the twenty third overall pick this year. And the trade exception. And the trade well and and Jay Crowder, right? Mm-hmm. You turn that Rajon Rondo deal. If you give the twenty three, let's say let's say it's Avery Bradley, um, uh, Jay Crowder, three and twenty three, right? Use all the other assets. Ex- oh, no, three and sixteen. Use all the other assets you've gained to get a guy like Jimmy Butler in the trades that you've had to make because this wasn't like this wasn't like um, you know Danny Ainge was like oh well. You know, I want to trade these guys because I'm trying to rebuild. No. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce were coming up to the end of their, their careers. You move on from them when you can and you get something of value. As much as that hurt us as Celtics fans, whatever. That, you look back at it now, is anyone, does anyone have bad feelings about that trade? Just, it's a yes or no. I don't care. All right. <laughs> I I still, I, okay. And I, I wish people could see Joel's face right now. I'm not even, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to. I don't want to ask that question because Paul Pierce was our boy. Kevin Garnett was a boy. He won us a championship. Well, no, the reason I'm going quiet is because I'm I'm waiting for the the splash. I'm waiting for the fireworks. Here, the second shooter drop. That's right. Here, here, here. here, And here we are. Here's what I'm saying. Four years later. Here's what I'm saying. No, three years later. Has that that panned out though? Listen, you've made these trades. You've given. You've given up on Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. But before before you finish that, before you finish that, until the Celtics get play a player or multiple players. Because a result of what they what that's what Ainge I'm trying did. to get to. Leave me okay. out. Hear me out. All right, but right now, so you've right traded now, you Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. You traded Ray John Rondo. You've gotten all these assets. Hold on. But, you've gotten all these assets back. Okay. Now you're using those assets. The number three pick in the draft. That's from trading Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Okay. The number sixteen pick in the draft. That's from trading Ray John Rondo. Jay Crowder. That's from trading Ray John Rondo. And then you got Avery Bradley, a guy that you drafted at, at when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce were here. So he's the only core guy that's been a Celtic true and true that you're giving up to get a Jimmy Butler, to get a perennial all-star. That is the sort of deal that we've all been waiting for. So, I mean, I know these assets have panned out and we've made it to the playoffs and we've made it to the first round and we've had a good regular season team. You're waiting for that guy that's going to come in to just say, to just take over the team and say, "This is this is it." Now you've got Isaiah Thomas, which you made another great deal for. Which, by the way, you wouldn't have made that deal possible if you didn't trade away Rajon Rondo. Mm. So, Danny Ainge's asset. I mean, it seems every, like you've gotten more for Rajon Rondo than you've gotten for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Well, so far, so far because mm-hmm. the the Paul Pierce. Well, and, the, and I think we knew that. Part, I think we knew that the because all we did get back was. Uh, <laughs> What's Keith Bogans, uh, Gerald, uh, 
We got Derek, David Leaf, Jared Wallace, man. Don't forget about that trade. <laughs> I rather, I rather have rather Jared Wallace. <laughs> exactly. All, all, all I'm saying though is that you know <laughs> the, the best the way that the way ever. Everyone, everyone has been on Danny Ainge about. You need to get a return. You need to get that superstar. Like it's great that he's. This got, is he's, what it is though. You can't be. You can't be scared to give up the assets you've gotten in these trades to get that superstar. Even if Jimmy Butler was drafted after Jawan Johnson. That happened, okay. Yeah, man, whose fault was that? Danny Ainge. All right, okay. But no, it's great that he he's he squeezed. This is the, the juice. time to do it, though. This yeah, is the he, time to do it. Though. It's great that he squeezed the juice out of out of these like role players slash you know non all stars to as far as it can get. It's, this is this is it. We've this gotten is it. there. We've gotten there. This, this is as far it, as you though. can get. This is it. This if is he, as far as you can make Boston an attractive and not, place. So now, now, you now gotta, it's time to make now it. Now you gotta. Get rid of those assets. Now you got to sign those free agents and just and just and just see what happens. Because if you can get major NBA players in here, it's a right. done deal. If you pull the trigger and you get Jimmy Butler and you sign, let's say Al Horford, no, right? I knew you were gonna go there, man. That's a good deal. You're a better team than you were last year. Yes, I, if if you can, yes if, or no, if you're Al a Horford, better team yeah. than you were last year. Yeah, you yeah. get Al Horford and you yeah. trade for Jimmy Butler. Oh, right? by the way, we've yeah. had this whole you bring podcast it, you bring it two under the yeah. under the impression that we're not getting Kevin Durant. Let's yeah, we're not even bringing that up. But let's say a year from now, you know, depending on how the Celtics do, if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe you can talk him into, you know, coming over to Boston. No, I'm pretty but sure. Let's I'm, just leave that out of the conversation I'm for now. I'm pretty sure that the way that you're you're looking at it right now, if you're going to the Eastern Conference Finals with a Al core Horford, of Al Horford, Jimmy Thomas, Butler, Butler, and Isaiah Thomas, and depending on the role players, I mean, you're getting a lot more out of your role players right now then Cleveland's getting out of their role players, and I wouldn't be surprised if we took Cleveland to and, and pass Cleveland for the NBA Finals. If that if that if that roster happens, and whatever Miami does, that's a big whatever if, they though. do, that's a big if. No, because I don't think I think if I think LeBron's gone. But no, that's no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a, it's a big if really? that the Celtics roster looks like the way we think or sure we think might happen. That kind of thing. Well, this is what I'm saying, though. I'll say, though. If, if this happens where you're able to trade for Jimmy Butler and just get a top 10 free agent, because the free agent market is big, you're now instantly the number one slash two team in the East. So, I mean, that that's what we come down to. But, Joel, did we miss anything? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Oh, I forgot we got music this now. Represent, represent. All right, in case you missed it. Oh. I mean, we've been hearing for the last couple of weeks, pretty much for the last couple of months since the playoffs started, about players that have been dropping out of uh, USA Basketball, you know, Olympic duties, a lot of guards, such as uh, Steph Curry, CP3, and now James Harden was the most recent one. Uh, Marcus Aldridge also said that too, but just talking guards in general. Jesus. And uh, they're saying that, you know, they're going to take care of their injuries or heal up but we all know it's because of the Zika virus, right? Because this is why they don't want to go over there. The Olympics should not <laughs> be in Brazil. There is no way it's that... It's too it, late. It's too late to move that somewhere No, else. it is. It, it is not too late. London said they're ready. Australia said they're ready. If you want to read something crazy, read the Harvard, the Harvard report that says how bad the Zika virus is in Brazil. Yeah. They said, Brazil is trying to say, oh, we're just another country that's affected by the Zika virus, like, you know, Puerto Rico and Honduras, whatever, you know. But guess what? Scientists have gone down there. They've said that the Zika virus is not only found a new home in Rio de Janeiro, but it's actually 
thriving. It's loving it there, huh? More than any other third world country, which Brazil's not even a third world country. It's actually thriving there. So if I'm an Olympian. It's the women there, man. That's why it's loving it. <laughs> oh, the booties. Yeah, J.R. Booties. Smith's down there. <laughs> J.R. Smith is actually carrying the Zika virus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so, Joe, where are so, you going with that? Yeah, well, before, before, before Sean, Sean was talking little, about his little scientific facts there. Public service announcement. Now, the um, Zika virus ain't no joke, man. That's the next plague. As Sway mentioned in an article on CausewayStreetBlog.com, should Isaiah Thomas, who's been vocal about getting an opportunity, should he get a shot to be on the Olympic team this summer? Yes. Yeah. I think he's the type of player that you want to send over there. I mean, he's just fresh off his first all-star season. He's a guy who's an emerging star in this league. I feel like he's going to be one of the guys in the Eastern Conference who is going to be, you know, one of the faces of uh, the all-stars in the Eastern Conference. I think he's someone that's going to be a consistent all-star. And from a Celtics standpoint, I think that'd be great for him to be around some of the best players in the league because he'll be buddy buddy with them. He can tell them about the Celtics' pride. He That's can, how desperate Celtics fans are can for an NBA superstar. <laughs> yes, They're like, he can we're going to send our best player down there to maybe get the Zika virus, but he'll have he'll build great relationships. I mean, the Celtics won't be saying it. it would be him saying, "Yes, I want to go and, right, but and Celtics, risk it." Celtics fans <laughs> are like, "Oh, Isaiah, oh, you want to join the NBA? Uh, no, go, I, go, go." No, because I, Isaiah's got two kids. He's like, "I'm good. Uh, if I get the Zika virus." Uh, well, uh, funny funny <laughs> thing is, uh, ru- uh, rumor. I'm going to say report. It probably is true. Paul Gasol, before he goes down to the Olympics with the Zika virus, to the Zika Olympics, <laughs> he's actually freezing sperm. <laughs> so he's able to have children after he comes back. Ah, another in case you missed it, uh, fun fact, huh? Yes. I'm telling you, right. if you want to have a podcast about the Zika virus, man. That's I- all you. You know what? That's your new Sean Blast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Zika virus. No, I'm being for real, man. The Zika virus ain't no joke. I don't think I don't. Can think I tell one quick story? Go ahead, no. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, my no. my my job has a he's doing, sales. He's going to do it anyways. Sales trip to the Puerto Puerto Rico, right? To the, to the to, Puerto Rico. To the Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rico. Like the Dominican, the Puerto Rico. Okay. People won. People done, done the Rico. All people work all year to make money and go to this trip. Yeah. The trip happened. They said, "Hey, guess what? The Zika virus is down there." Half the people on the trip said, "I'm good. <laughs> I ain't gonna go." They said they're not gonna go. And guess what? It's like a it's like a five thousand dollar trip. They said, all right, if you're not going to go, here's $1,000. They're like, oh, okay, word. That's ridiculous, man, because of mosquitoes. No one should go down to uh, the yeah. Olympics down there. No all one right. should go oh, down okay. there. Oh, okay, so Brazil. All right. Um, in Please case you missed it. On. Sorry, <laughs> in case you missed it. Uh, we brought this gentleman up in the last episode, and I didn't mean to bring the mood down, but I'm bringing him up again because he's going to be a sideline reporter for game six. Craig Sager. It's about time. That's Should awesome. Should this have been done sooner? Yeah. Well, yeah, but ESPN is late on everything as usual, <laughs> you know. I mean, I can imagine there was some sort of contractual dispute. I don't know. Maybe it took a while for oh, him to get I it just, going. I because think, like Sean said, ESPN is never that quick on certain things. Well, you don't think the t- you oh, don't, think, then, you don't then think TNT brought this up before? I mean, then they I don't act think this like is... they and then the ESPN act like said, acts like, "Oh, we're doing the best thing ever by doing this." 6 games later. Yeah. It's, right. it's six games too late. And I think just because it's ESPN, it kind of makes me wonder, you know, how long did it take before, you know, because I'm sure TNT brought this up before game five, you know? So I think, whatever. Either way, whatever happened between ESPN and Turner, I'm glad to see it. I'm really happy to, to see him on the sideline again. First time. The last episode we talked about how, you know, well, at least I talked about how I, it, it was sad that TNT's not going to be covering the games anymore because yeah, we weren't going to awesome. be able to see him again. So I'm pumped. I, I can't wait to see him tonight. Yeah, man, I'm definitely 
definitely pumped up to see some Craig Sager on the sideline, man. That's where he belongs. It'll be the first time in the NBA Finals. In the, the NBA Finals. Report. And plus, you know yeah. what? You'll see. I don't know if he's going to do the. Uh, I just wish Popovich was there to you know, give some good audio. Maybe he'll I don't come know. in as a, as a, as a guest uh, analyst. You never know. I don't know if he's going to do the, uh, the, the end of the quarter interviews with the coaches because I feel like those have been really. They've been a bummer. Whenever they talk, it's like, it's like they don't. It's like they don't want to. I love Doris Burke. And they all don't want to talk to no, Doris. Because Doris Burke is the worst. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's, she's like I've, I've coached before. Well, she's not the happiest. Go you don't want to talk to me. Ah, let's get a cigarette together. So yeah, I'm pumped. Fuck Doris Burke. All right, in case you missed it, Ben Simmons. What declined an invitation from the 76ers to work out mm. with them. Thoughts? Should he have gone? I'm sick and tired of these damn millennials. Millennials. <laughs> Come on, man. Step up. I man. hate that word, by the way. I never use that word. No, I, I think I, it's I like a legit it. word. I think it's appropriate because a lot of these guys now, and year after year, we're going to keep seeing this as as the uh, you know as we get older. A lot of these guys are so entitled now. You know, they think that like, oh, if I have my choice, I can play with the Lakers or, or, or play with with Philly. I'd rather play with the Lakers. I think that's the case here. With you ben don't. Have a choice, but that's what Ben Simmons is trying to put out. That's the image he's trying you know to put out. You know who has a choice? He you doesn't who, want to play in Philly. You know who has a choice? Choice is like once in a lifetime talents. Like John Elway had a choice. Eli Manning forced his way out of playing for the Chargers. You know, there's been a couple of times, mainly NFL quarterbacks, which which you're not even a great quarterback, but everyone needs a quarterback. Like, sorry, Ben Simmons. You're not in the position right now to exactly. say, uh, "Where should I go?" I won the national championship last year, and I brought my team to all the success. No, you actually had a failed freshman year, you didn't even where make you it. you played okay, but no one now knows if you're a good NBA player. So if you go number one, everything's slotted now, money wise. Everyone wants to go number one. You're stupid if you don't. You're he's he's unproven. You know a lot of these guys and they're born in ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. Man, you know they who's don't. you know who you know who's ruining Ben Simmons. It's just different now. You know who's ruining Ben Simmons? Same person that's ruined Kevin Love. Oh my God. LeBron James. Ben Simmons signs with his with his uh, PR agency, and all of a sudden he's not going. Not doesn't want to be the number one pick overall. Screw you, LeBron. LeBron is ruining basketball. You know what you just did by what? bringing him in? You ruined my in case you missed it. Why? Because of LeBron James. Well, LeBron ruins everything. You're actually proving my point. <laughs> well, that's it for in case you missed it. That's all? Remember to uh, check out our workout reports for the key Celtics prospects, uh, including Buddy Heald, Jamal Murray, and so forth oh. on CausewayStreetBlog.com. I got to give a shout out to Zach. Yeah, I was, I was, but go ahead. I got to give a shout out to Zach on this. Okay. Because he called Buddy Heald. I had a big I had a big thing on Twitter. He said, Oh, the Celtics gotta draft Buddy Heald number three. And I said, No. Jamal Murray's a better player. Seventy nine have a hundred three pointers. Topped him. Topped him, huh? Literally. Next day. Tops him. What? What'd he make, get? Make sure to follow Zach at uh, OTW Sports on Twitter. You can also follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Causeway Street. You can like us on Facebook, CausewayStreetBlog.com. There we go. You can uh, listen to all our podcasts on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on iTunes. On the iTunes. Anything else? Is that everything? Shout out to the uh, so damn needy our fellas out at the uh, in out west, the open field. They're probably able to stay up for all of these finals games. You know how jealous we are of them. Well, I'm able to stay up. Sway's able to stay up. 
You, Mr. Old Man over here, Dutra can't stay what? up. Uh, <laughs> old Man River over here can't stay past midnight. Ah, sometimes though, these finals you games. You could stay. You could. You could stay up to watch the rest of the like the '86 uh, <laughs> Celtics special on uh, Comcast yesterday. Hey, that was two hours. <laughs> that was long. Between eight and ten. That's after dinner. But that was long, dude. That was that was that was long. That, I mean, that, that, it probably would have been a great. Commercials were like three minutes long. They were even. mad they were, short they were commercials. Short. They were mad short commercials, which I don't know, man. Like I love the special. Which we didn't even talk about the special today. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> but That's a great special. Bill Walton is the biggest hippie you'll ever meet. And <laughs> is that if what he you had, took away from the special? If he had a Twitter, if he had, if he had a Twitter I, I don't know if he does or not. And Robert Parrish loves smoking weed. <laughs> I would. Because he went to the Grateful Dead concert. Oh, you know that Robert Parrish is rumored to be as one of the biggest potheads uh, in the entire NBA of I would all love, time. I would love to hang out with the Chief. Oh. Dude, and you saw him when they Not asked for him about reasons, that. obvious reasons, but yeah. when they asked him about that Grateful Dead concert, he was like, no. "Oh, oh he got, yeah!" He got really amped though when you they were asking know. him about when asked him about Don Nelson. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, he was oh, like, oh, "I hate that motherfucker." Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> I'm getting mad talking about it right now. Oh, dude, there's some. There's He's some, not here, is he? <laughs> there's some people that you just don't want to cross. Robert Parrish is like now moving to be number one on my list that I never want to make angry. Fuck Don Nelson. That was a great special though. It was. Greg Kite is fat as fuck now, huh? Yeah, he is. Holy <laughs> shit. He blew up. <laughs> if I saw him in the street, I would never say that's Greg Kite. I would think he's just yeah, a regular dude like, walking down. Yeah. <laughs> Dutra, where can they find you on the interwebs? At Sean Dutra. And on everything. Swayze. You know where. Let them know. At J-O-E. Why don't you tell them? Underscore S-W-A-Y-1-0. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Check us out, man. Of course, we're. I uh, got you covered for the uh, NBA draft coming up next week. And guys, huge Can't NBA wait. draft. The game 6 tonight on uh, ABC. Stay tuned to causewaystreetblog.com because we're not fucking around right now. This no, is a big time in. in Celtics history. We're going all in. I don't think you guys understand. This is a big time in Celtics history. Not you guys. I know we understand. Hey. You listen. You meant the peoples. The peeps. So all right, keep guys. it locked. We'll check y'all real soon. Peace. Later.